Hello and welcome to Women Camp. Thank you for joining the conversation with the Women Camp community today. Women Camp is a women's empowerment community where we are motivating women to fulfill their purpose. This broadcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and encourage women of all ages, shapes, colors, and sizes. We are all women here to be courageous, anointed, mighty, and powerful. Stay tuned and join the conversation with your host, Servola and the Women Camp Team. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. And thank you so much for joining us today on Women Camp. We are so excited to have you guys with us in this segment as we continue our segment on springing forward fearlessly. And last week, we were really in tune to the subject matter of how to have the that bounce back power and recognizing that we have things that we may face or not even necessarily negative or sometimes it can be positive things, but because we allow fear to step in the way, we we have to realize how to be able to bounce back from that and how to be able to deal with that. So before we jump into our subject matter for this week, I want us to um, to kind of recap that a little bit, a little bit, and reflect on some of the things that stuck out to us last week as we were having the discussion on that that um, bounce back power, that BBP. So, um, Doc, if you would share with us a little bit on what stuck out to you last week, some of the key points that that you know you feel is really vital for women to to hone in on and listen to and take in and start to apply it to their lives. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Happy once again to be on the broadcast for Women Camp. I'm so excited. Uh, Yet again, these topics have been so awesome and so powerful. Last week we started with the BBP, the Bounce Back Power, and I thought it was so awesome that – she came up with this term BBP because it, it really represents something that we as women know how to do. We really know how to bounce back. And when we come back, we usually come back strong. And that's the powerful thing about being who we are in God because we don't just stay there. You know, when we get knocked down, we get back up. And uh, I, I like that because uh, on last week we were discussing how you know, with this bounce back power, you have that power to be able to spring back into action. In other words, you have the power or you have the ability to uh, return to your original form and, and you have resi- uh, resilience and, and you know how to uh, uh, resist, you know, those things that you need to resist to get back on top of, you know, your game. And I like that because we was also talking about how, you know, you can bounce back from, you know, from a loss. And uh, I went on to talk about David and how uh, they had lost uh, everything, even their wives and their children. And then he saw the face of God, and God told him to go and pursue. And as he pursued, he was going to recover all, and he did. And it's an awesome thing to know that, you know, when we're down, we don't have to settle for just being down, but we know that we can come back. And it was just so powerful, you know, with 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 well, uh, everything that was being discussed, and I was just yet encouraged because I I I've learned, you know, through this that you know 
you know, even though we failed, so you know, numerous of times, it's that those failures are yet failures, but still yet, you know, it's not for us to give up or quit because the next time you go forth, you might be, you know, hitting a home run. You might be the win, you know, the winner on this next term. So it's not for us to quit or give up, but to continue to, you know, to press forward. And and I and <clears throat> excuse me, I was thinking about how you talked about uh, unleashing or releasing and letting go, you know, and, and, and how we unleash, you know, our power for us to be able to bounce back. And that's, you know, part of that was through praise and us making a choice to move and us, you know, having a conscious effort, you know, and, 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 and we see our scars and we recognize that they're there, but still yet the scars are yet, yet a reminder of who we are in God to know that we can still yet get up and move forward. And I, I really, really enjoyed that because so many times we get bruised along the way uh, with us, you know, doing the things that we desire to do or doing the things that are pleasing unto God. We get bruised along the way. And I've learned through this that we can still yet move on. We don't have to stay there. And the main thing was you don't have to stay in a a a, a, a down state. You can always bounce back up. Wow, I love it. You know, I thought about this as we were going through our week this week and just recognizing that it takes, as you were saying, resilience. And you brought up something really key last week, Doc. You brought up that we have to have spring, we got to spring back, we have spring back actions to cause us to bounce back. And recognizing that, you know, when you look at a spring, when you gather a spring together and then you release it, it launches forward. And and so as I was thinking about what you were saying, you know, in order to have a, that bounce back power, you got to be able to be able to have those spring back actions, those things that draw you back so that you can spring forward. And I love how we talked about, you know, having tenacity and ambition and inter- determination to realize that there's still time, as long as there's still time on the clock, you still got time to bounce back. So, so get back in your fight and get ready to go and get moving forward. So today we're we're going to um, jump into a topic that I like to call ROAR. But before we get into that, I'd like to um, chime in on some upcoming events that we have coming with uh, the Women Camp community. We have our ladies' tea coming up on May, up in May. And so I want you to stay tuned and listen in for some details on that. And then afterwards, we're going to jump right into our subject matter for today. Love you guys and stay tuned. Hi, ladies. I'm Sabola Frazier. Spring forward fearlessly with me and the Women Camp community on May 13th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. here in Orlando. As ambitious women, we start well, but sometimes we experience what I call the midpoint cloudiness and struggle our way to the finish line. This is the area of our journey where we are tempted to take shortcuts, give up goals, or simply let go of our dreams. Have you lost your focus lately? Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed? I've experienced this myself, and I have good news to share with you. I invite you to join me for tea, where I will show you that you can blow through the cloudiness and finish strong. Space is limited, so reserve your ticket today at www.women-camp.com. Wow. We launched forward into the Women Camp Tea coming up in May. I know that it's going to be really, really powerful, and a lot of us experience 
some cloudiness as we're on our path or our journey to fulfill greatness. So I invite you guys to enjoy uh, join in with me um, and the Women Camp community as we launch forward into that in May. I'm looking forward to that. And Doc, you know, I, I believe you know our last event was really really powerful where um, we had the ladies brunch. We had a lot of ladies come in, and you know the feedback yeah. from that was just yeah. phenomenal. Uh, you know, ladies leaving encouraged and feeling reassured and and ready to take on some challenges. And you know, I've even received some feedback since then from ladies who have, you know, used some of the points that came out in there and recognized that the transition that it's made in their lives and the positive uh, things that it's done for them. So so we talked about last week unleashing your BP, your BBP, which is your bounce back power. And so today we're going to talk about ROAR. And ROAR stands for Responsibility, Ownership, Accountability, and, uh, and Reward. So as we dive into this this morning, I want us to consider uh, how are there, where are there some areas in your life where you you realize that in order for you to bounce back, that you've got to roar. And I think about the story. If any of you ever watched Lion King, and you've watched the the um, the original version when you know he he was trying to get his roar, and his roar was just really really. And I remember the part where the hyenas were trying, basically picking on him because they were like, you don't have any roar. <laughs> Your roar is a little bit too lame. You're not measuring up. It's not where it needs to be, you know. And then all of a sudden he reached back deep in his voice and he lets out this roar and it actually sounds like a mature lion's roar. And, in fact, it was. It was his father who had came behind him and stood with him and let out that roar and helped the hyenas to understand that, you know, uh, he's got more that's with him than those who are against him. And so when I thought about roar, I thought about that story because a lot of times in our lives we, we feel that we're taking responsibility, ownership, and accountability, and we want to receive the reward of our actions. But we may have that little roar, and the little roar is because maybe we're not taking full responsibility or ownership, or maybe we're missing one component of that element. So I want us to talk about this today as we go into this next segment of Springing Forward Fearlessly and how you've got to have your roar, your roar down inside of you and recognize how am I going to get past that midpoint cloudiness in my year or in my day. I've got to have that nice big roar. So we're going to start the subject out with responsibility, recognizing what responsibility is and then talking about the importance of responsibility in the areas of our lives and how that equates to us as women and recognizing that we have to be responsible. So, Doc, would you share with us a little bit about the, um, the the definition? And feel free to take the time that you desire to just really talk about the, you know, giving us meaning to responsibility and as it equates to our lives, but also why is it so important? Why is taking responsibility so important? If you would, Doc. Amen. Well, I, I really... Um think that it's important for us to understand responsibility and uh let me let me uh do a little defining of it uh it says uh the answerable or accountable uh, as for something within one's uh power control or management in other words you you uh you're uh capable of carrying out a a a charge or 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 a plan or something that has been given to you to do 
are are tasked or 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 whatever in something in that wise that you are are more or less capable of being able to go forth and get that thing done. You're able, you're ready, you're mature, you're reliable, you're dependable. In other words, you know, when, when, when responsibility is set on you and it's really placed on us, uh and it's placed on us from our maturity, it's placed on us from the examples that we have displayed uh, responsibility is placed on uh, uh, many of us because of you know, you know, quote unquote, who we are, you know, and in the workplace or you know, uh, in our church or in our, uh, our, our local meetings or uh, you know, our local community, people recognize that, and 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 because of that, that's how we're able to go forth and be able to mature and being strong and, and recognizing who we are and being able to go forth and be uh, uh, responsible. Now, I, I like this about the, the uh, one of the uh, terminologies for responsible because it says you're answerable. In other words, you're able to meet the call. You are ready. You're able. You have what it takes. You have within you what is needed to, to, to carry out. Uh, what is placed on you, what is being asked of you to do. And I like that because, you know, I think about, you know, a good example of, you know, of our children, you know, as parents. And we have our children and we're rearing our children up and we're uh, giving them guidance and giving them instructions and giving them directions and things that we will have for them to do. And so uh, we lay responsibility on them because that once they reach a certain age, then we want them to come into the knowledge or get uh, or come into the understanding that, you know, you know, because you're at this point, there are certain things that's going to be required of you. And because these things are going to be required of you, then, you know, you got to start practicing. You got to start, you know, doing these things now so that when you, you're called upon, then you're capable of doing it. You're ready and you're able, you know, people will know that, oh, I know I could call on you because I know that you'll be able to get it done. And, and and it's like with our children, you know, I was as I was saying, you think about your children and you have your children and you, you, you start, at a certain age, you start giving them tasks, you start giving them chores. And so you say, okay, this is your role. Every, you know, morning you have to get up, you have to brush your teeth, you have to wash your face, you have to, you know, uh, put your own clothes on so you got to make sure your clothes are are. are are presentable. You got to make sure they're ironed if they need ironing. You don't want to go out with wrinkles on, you know, and things like that. And so, as you start placing these, you know, these uh, 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 responsibilities on them, or you, you know, making that demand on them. Okay, not only do you have to do that, then you also have to make sure your room is clean. So we want to make sure your bed is made up. You want to make sure that you know your bathroom is clean, you know. And then next after that, then your other choices. You know, if you, you know, one could be that you have to, you know, do the dishes. The other could be that you have to make sure you take the trash out. It could be that you got to go out and walk the dog. You know, you got to, you know, clean up behind, you know, the cat or whatever, you know. Those are are chores or those are responsibilities that are placed on them, you know, as children. And you start them in that mold of taking care of things, developing themselves, forming themselves so that they'll, you know, grow up to be, you know, mature, responsible people. 
So this is something that starts with us at a very early age. And because it starts at an early age and it's placed on us primarily from our, our, our adult parents, you know, uh, <clears throat> those that are, are, are really trying to get us to understand that, you know, everything is not just going to be hand to you. Everything is not just going to be done for you. You know, when you were smaller, yes, I did this for you. I did that for you. I did that, that, and that for you. But now that you are at a certain age, you are mature enough, and that's the primary thing, being mature, recognizing that you are mature enough to be able to carry out what you're being asked to do. You're able to, you know, perform what is given to you to do. And, and, and it's so important for us to understand that when we take on responsibilities, properties, it, it, it's, it's letting people know, okay, I can take this task on, I can take this, you know, take on this responsibility because I know that I'm capable of getting it done. So there's something on the inside of us that makes us, you know, uh, uh, ready and eager and available to go forth and do what we need to do. If it's, if it's something that we don't have a full understanding of, then yet we're still yet responsible enough to know that I can ask, I can go and uh, do some research and get an understanding of what needs to be done, how it needs to be done, and get it done, get it taken care of. And that's responsibility. It's a charge that's placed on us. It's, it's something that we take on ourselves or it's placed on us, but yet it's still we're able to do it because we have the ability within us to carry it out. And I and I like that because it says you're answerable. You know, you're capable, you're reliable. You know, people could can 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 trust you. People can depend on you. People will, you know, people can, you know, call on you at any moment or at any time and know that you're going to be that responsible person that they need. And and it's it's so enjoyable when you have, you know, responsible people in a workplace. I supervise, uh, you know, I've supervised many of people, and I've had people that I supervised that were not responsible, and I could recognize that they wasn't. So those that, and then I also had those that I supervised that were very responsible people, and those people I didn't have to worry about. I could give them a task. I could tell them, okay, this needs to be done, that needs to be done, and daily they would carry out the responsibility. They would take it run with it and get it done, make sure everything is done properly. I didn't have to go behind them to, you know, to make sure they got it done because I knew that I could depend on them to get it done. But yet it's still though there was those that I could not, you know, I, I, I couldn't rely on. I didn't know, you know, I didn't, I wasn't sure if they were going to be responsible enough to carry out what needed to be done. So if I gave them a task, then I was, you know, I would check on them to make sure they're getting it done and not just getting it done, but getting it done properly or getting it done according to the standards that it needs to be, you know, done according to. And at some point I would, you know, I may have to get in, you know, get, you know, get in with them and, you know, kind of help them and show them what needs to be done or show them how to do it or a better way to do it, you know. But there was some also that even after I showed them, they still just didn't, you know, <laughs> didn't want to do it. They they didn't, I couldn't find them to be responsible people. So I knew I couldn't call on them for specific things. And this is a task that is, you know, not just a task, but this is a, it's a given for us. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, we have 
you know, this inactability that is placed on the inside of us that's given to us from God that causes us to be responsible, responsible, reliable people that that, that can carry out a, a, a command or a charge or something that has been given unto us. We, we're ready and able to make the answer, get you know, be accountable, be capable. We're, you know, available and we're reliable. In, in other words, we're mature enough to do what needs to be done and to get it done and to get it done successfully. Now, when we when we relate that to bouncing back, sometimes there are some things that we may not know to the fullest of, you know, how to get it done, but yet and still, you can still be responsible. How? Because you can go and find out what needs to be done to be able to get it done, and then what? You may be down now because you're learning, you're 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 tuning in, you're getting you know yourself sharp, you you know you're educating yourself, you you know you're working out or you know whatever it may be, but you're getting yourself better to the point to where you can be more responsible. So there are measures with this responsibility uh, that that is placed on us, but at the same time we can carry them out because God has given us. You know, I think about what the Word of God tells us, that God will not put on us no more than what we're able to what we're able to bear. So in other words, he knows what we're capable of doing. And if he knows, and, you know, I'm relating it to him because that's where we, you know, where our source comes from. So we know that he knows that we're capable of doing this. He knows that we have what he's placed in us, what we need to get it done. So when the charge is set forth, then we, when we dig deep, then we're able to come forth and do what needs to be done. Wow. Wow, Doc. I, I love um, all of what you have been pushing out in responsibility and recognizing that. And if I were to put it into just a couple of key things, um, something that really stuck out was the part about answerable, that we're answerable for something that is our duty. And sometimes there is a, a learning curve or that we have to um that we have in order to meet um an obligation that has been placed before us. And so and you also um talked about how we're capable. And what I thought about with that is that recognizing that there is a capability inside of us and, and that ties to a, a level of potential, right? Um, we recognize that we have the potential to accomplish something. We haven't yet accomplished it yet, but we know that we're capable of accomplishing our potential. And so there's a level of responsibility tied to that. But there's also a level of responsibility for the things that that's an, basically an unknown potential or something that we don't see in ourselves, but others know that because of where we are in our lives, that level of maturity, that we should be able to take on that obligation and be able to fulfill it. And I want to talk about that for a little bit because that to me is the area where we tend to get a little bit cloudy. I don't know if you guys agree to that. It's that place where where we can talk ourselves out of something because we don't see ourselves feeling it, but everything that we may have completed in our lives has prepared us for that moment. So, Samantha, how how would you say when you're talking when we're talking about the subject matter of responsibility and recognizing that there is a place where 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 others see a level of potential in us that we may not see our see in ourselves, 
but they know that we're able to accomplish it because we we have the capability. We've already been through that challenge, so to speak. And so, what do we what do we need to do in taking responsibility of the things that we cannot see? Amen, prophetess. When you when you talk about and I I love uh, Pastor Charlene's answer as far as what responsibility is. It was it was so in depth, and and like you that it, that being answerable for my duties that stuck with me as well. Um, but what I would say in reference to seeing the potential in someone, but yet they they are having a hard time walking in that responsibility. Um, the thing that we can that we can always do with people because it's part of of what we are to do and who we are to to be in, in Christ is is to you do your best to help people to get to that point of responsibility. Because even as Pastor Charlene, she went through the foundations of responsibility and how we learn responsibility from an early age. One of the things is that we that not every person um, learns responsibility the same way or not every person was given any responsibility at all. And so even though we may looking, be looking at a full-grown person, when it comes to their, their position of responsibility or their level of understanding of responsibility, we can be looking at a full-grown person, but from a responsibility perspective, they are operating from an, from an, an elementary school ability. And so when we, when we, see that, we can say, okay, um, so that means I've got to be a little bit uh, more nurturing with you. That means I've got to walk you through these steps in order to get you to that place where you understand what responsibility is, where you understand having the ability to carry out your assigned task. This is your assigned task. This is what you said you could do. So now I've got to teach you um, how to carry out that responsibility with a spirit of excellence. Um, I've got to teach you how to take the necessary actions to, to carry out that responsibility. I've got to teach you how to be independent in carrying out that responsibility. Because you've been given the responsibility doesn't mean that you find someone else to place that responsibility on. The buck stops with you. It comes back comes back to you. So um, that's one of the things that we have to um, understand when we're dealing with people that maybe they ha- they have that potential to walk in that level of responsibility, but they're not displaying it yet. We've got to um, understand that it's okay for us to be a little bit, bit more nurturing with some, but yet hold them um, accountable for what they are required to do. Wow, I love it. I love it. So, um, so Tricia, what do you think about the person who – who let's say you've been mentoring someone and you know that they're fully capable because you have the opportunity to gauge their capability and you know that they're capable of achieving something, but maybe because of low self-esteem or low confidence, they they don't see it or they see it, but they see it as something that they could never do uh, because of where whatever it may be, their background or what have you, um, how do you help them walk that journey of taking that responsibility for the next level of their life or the next level of their journey? Good morning, everyone. Um, I, I, I love that topic. I've been loving this topic all morning long. Um, one of the things that I encourage a lot of the people that I talk to and encourage um, when it's time for them to take ownership of their vision or what it is that they believe that God is calling them to do. Like I demand of them to to get up in the mornings and to look themselves in the face and to talk to themselves as if they are a third person. They'll say, I such and such am 
whoever it is and, and whatever it is that you believe that you need to be doing for today or doing to carry out your vision or carry out your dream. I, um, For me, it's I, Trisha Hatcher, uh, when I get up in this morning or, or when I look into myself, I am beautiful, I am smart, I am intelligent, I am career-focused, I am driven, I am an awesome wife. And um, it's a speaker that I listened to a couple months ago, and one of the the titles of her message is called The Power of I Am. And what it does is the more that you begin to speak into yourself and you begin to see yourself in the mannerisms and begin to carry out the visions and the goals that you have for yourself, then that allows your spirit and who you are to take ownership of that. It's no different than when we speak negatively on someone. And, and I tell them about, you know, be careful about what you say about yourself because your spirit accepts it. When we say that we're not smart and we're not beautiful and other people deposit those seeds into our spirit, then we take hold of that. And when we look at ourselves and we say, hey, I'm not pretty because I don't look like such and such or this isn't the size that I am and so um, I'm not beautiful, I'm not smart, I'm not this, I'm not that. But when you begin to own the words that you release over yourself and you say that I am this, I am that, I am smart, I am anointed, I am favored, I am loved by God, I am gifted, I am a a motivator, I am a money magnet. As you begin to release those words over yourself, yours actually receives it. Um, Me and uh, my my in-laws were joking the other day um, because a bishop had asked me, hey, Trish, I noticed that you're losing some weight. What are you doing differently? You stopped cutting out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, sir, I gave my body permission. To lose weight, and a lot of times I noticed in the power of my speech when it came to me, and a lot of times the body image that I had of myself, I spoke negatively over, and I said that I wasn't something, and so I gave my body permission to hold on to the stress, to hold on to those burdens that were keeping me um, lifted or keeping me weighted down, and when I just made a conscious effort to start speaking, the things that I believed about myself, like, hey, you are. Um, healthy, you will make healthy decisions, you will make healthy choices today. And when I got up that morning and began to declare those things, then it was later on when I got ready to eat candy that my mind said, no, we will eat healthy today. And so I encourage my mentees that when we're talking, I tell them, no, yes, your environment may have played a role in how you behave. Your environment may have taught you how to speak. Your environment may have taught you that you couldn't do something, but it is up to you to own the difference. No, you may have started at a very rough upbringing. Nope, your your um, childhood may not have been perfect. You could have been abused. Your mom, your dad wasn't there. We all have our story. So when we get done, you're at a point in your life where you can write the rest of your story. What does your story look like? And you have to own that own what the rest of that chapter will be written about, and you have the power to do that. And so in order to do that, you have to start speaking it so that your spirit bears witness to it so that when you begin to act a different way that you know you shouldn't be, then your spirit will begin to convict you because you've already decreed, you know, I will keep myself, I will be holy, I'm going to be an author. And so while you're watching TV, instead of writing, your spirit reminds you, hey, I should be writing, I should be typing. And so that is what allows you to go ahead and own the very vision, the very dream that you have, because you've already touched and agreed with yourself, within yourself, that, hey, this is mine. 
And because it's mine, this is the process that we have to go through in order for me to truly have ownership over it. And so that's what I, I encourage my people and, and anyone out there, any, any woman, any man listening out there to do, to own your vision is you got to start speaking it to yourself so that you can touch and agree with it so that your spirit bears witness to it and causes the action to go forth. Amen? Wow. Wow. So so I got some key things out of there. I'm going to let um, Doc and um, Samantha chime in on this as well. So when we look at taking ownership for something, we're taking the right of possessing something. And when you were talking about that, you were going into and you said, we can own the difference. We can own the difference. Absolutely. And I love that because I think that that's an area where where it would just be life-changing if we all understood that we can own the difference. So I'm going to pause for a cause right there, and I'm going to let Doc and Samantha chime in on this. So if you would, Doc, go ahead. I know you're itching. Chime in on this. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. I love it. I love it. I love it because, you know, it's, 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 it's powerful because a lot of times I believe, you know, we fail to, you know, we fail ourselves. We, 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 you know, we let ourselves down because we don't take ownership to our own words. We, 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 we don't take ownership to, you know, uh, 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 what we know that we're capable of doing, and we know what what's on the inside of us. And and I and I loved it because you know, as she was talking about, she said, "Own your own words," you know. And I'm like, wow, that's so powerful because we we need to own our own words. We need to proclaim to ourselves. We need to, you know, look straight in the mirror and tell ourselves, you are, you are who God said you are. You can do what God says you can do, and you can be who God said you can be. But, you know, if we don't, sometimes if we don't make those declarations to ourselves, you know, we find ourselves saying, woe is me, where am I? You know, what, 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 I can't do nothing. I can't get nothing done. Yeah, we can do all things through Christ that strengthen us. But if we, if we don't feel like we can, guess what? We can't. And I love that, you know, because we can make a difference. We are the ones that, that pronounce to ourselves who we are. And, and I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Samantha. Amen. I, I I agree. When I you know, the thing about responsibility is that it's it's an internal action. Um, it requires an, an inner commitment to moral restraint. So when you place that, when you put that with what uh Trisha was saying as far as giving an answer or being accountable to to what we say within ourselves, what happens is it begins to, to change the internal uh, viewpoint of myself because for so often so many of us we've heard just negative things growing up and, and and it's so amazing how our how our spirits will adopt the negativity of what we hear but when we begin to speak to ourselves when we begin to encourage ourselves when we begin to tell ourselves who we are in Christ and what we're going to do what we're capable of doing it begins to to erase some of it begins to erase the negativity and it begins to rewrite the script and when it rewrites the script it, it causes Causes us to be um, to begin to walk in the the, the power and the the principle and the the um, the person of who God called us to be. So I think that was an absolutely powerful um, statement. And then just to be able to to say that you know I, I think one of the most powerful things uh, Trisha said to me was I gave myself permission. I gave my body permission. <laughs> 
and I, I just believe that when we, we, when we move into that, that place of just releasing and letting go and, and, and giving ourselves permission to be, to be great, giving ourselves permission to let our light shine, giving ourselves permission to, to walk in the authority that God has given us, it just it begins to, to, to change not only us, but it begins to change the people around us, and they take notice. People around us take notice. Amen. Wow. So giving yourself permission to change, giving yourself permission to to make that shift, something that came out of of what you guys were just saying was that our worldview, how we see ourselves, how do we see the world around us, is shifted by what we take ownership of. And and Trish, you, you triggered that when you were saying that, hey, I stopped telling myself certain things, and when I stopped telling myself certain things, then it shifted how I perceive myself. And then when that shifted, then I begin to take another level of responsibility. So you see how these Absolutely. things kind of tie together, how, how they connect together, how when we shift our thinking and we change what we, you know, we change what we think about what we know because, you know, you have a, a element of knowing based upon what you were brought up in. And then there's there's a shift that takes place when you see, man, I can I can do something better. I can I can something can change in my life, or I want something. I want more for my life. I don't I don't really know what more is yet, but I, I want more, and I, I feel like I can have more. And even if nothing around you at the at that point in time at um is an example of the more that you want, part of you is reaching out for that. And guess what? When you begin to take ownership of that then there's a level of responsibility and discipline that gets ignited in in us. So I, I had this question, and um, you guys know I, I like to ask a little bit of challenging questions, but this is not just for us on the broadcast, but this is for, for those of you who are listening in on broadcast and podcast to, to, to think about this and answer this question within yourself or even push it out on our, on our Facebook page. But what are you giving yourself permission to do? Based upon the words that you speak, if you were to give your, if you were to do an inventory of the words that you speak about yourself, what are you giving yourself permission to do? Ladies, if you would chime in on that, what are you giving to? And I know Trisha, you've already kind of launched into that, but if you would just tag a little bit more onto it, what are you giving yourself permission to do based upon the words that you speak? Wow. Um, I, I can go first. Um, like I tapped on, you know, just giving myself permission to um, accept me, giving myself permission to, um, um, you know, as, as a wife, as a mother, sometimes we just feel like we are a superwoman and we try to accomplish all of these things. And I, I give myself permission to be human. Uh, it, it doesn't mean that I allow myself not to be accountable, but I give myself permission to to be a mom that's tired, to be a wife that gets tired, that can't do it all all the time. And I give myself permission to not live what society has declared I should be. Um, because, you know, I, I'm black, and so a lot of times we have the stigma of the bitter black woman, and so I give myself permission to live life and to embrace it and to, to love life as a black woman, as a, as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, as a young woman, a woman coming into her own. I gave myself permission to say, you know what, Trisha Hatcher, I love you. 
with all your flaws, with all your stretch marks, with um, all of your uh, inappropriate comments that we're working on becoming better at. And as we, as I've embraced this journey, I gave myself permission to love the process because I used to hate it and I used to despise it because I just wanted the promise. So ultimately, in all of that, I just gave myself, like I said, permission to love the process until I get to the promised land of, of where I see myself, my family, um, and us as a whole. Amen. Wow, Doc, if you would chime in on this, what are you giving yourself permission to do by the words that you speak? Oh, praise God. Wow. This is this is awesome. I, I, I'm loving it because, you know, it, it makes you think. It makes you, you know, you know, dig deep because, you you know, you, you think about, you know, life in itself and you, you looking at, you know, the years that have transpired and have, you know, gone on and uh, seeing who you are today. And I believe that, you know, in the process of all of that and the different things in life that I I've I've you know I've had to see and had to live with and 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 being a a woman and not just being a woman but being a black woman of God is is you know I it's as if I give myself permission to be strong I give myself permission to be you know wise and you know and 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 it 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 it, it works I give myself permission to you know to be you know talented I give myself permission to be you know this 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 woman of God, because you know at any point you know something could could happen or, or take place and cause a shift to happen in your life, and we were talking about those shifts earlier, and 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 I believe it's so true because you know at any point a shift could take place you know so when we give ourselves permission, you know it's as if we're saying okay I can do this I can be this. And 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 I take on that role. I take on that responsibility because, you know, uh, as I stated, you could be you know disappointed in life. You can get you know be, you know you can you know be, be you know shot from the hip. You know, and at that point, then you feel as if you know you're at your wit's end. You don't know what else to do. But at that point, then you 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 know it's 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 so important for us to be strong, and give ourselves permission to get back up. You know, we were talking about this BBP power, you know, then, you know, it's at that point that I give myself permission to say, you know what, Charlene, you can make it. You can make it another day. You can survive another day. You can, you know, you can go through this. This process is only just a process. It's not going to be with you always. And I and and when I give myself that permission and I tell myself things like that, then I know that I can make it. I know that I can be strong. I know that, you know what, I'm going to endure and yet prevail because I know that God is with me, and that's encouraging. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I give myself permission to be this strong, beautiful black woman. The enemy's going to throw her away. Why? Because I know who I am in God. Wow. Samantha, chime in on this. What do you give yourself permission to do? Amen. That's powerful. You know, uh, prophets, as I was sitting here thinking about it, the first thing that popped into my head was that I give myself permission to tell a joke. I give myself permission to laugh. A lot of times when you, you carry that, that prophetic mantle, everything that you say and everything that you do, people just, they, they judge it. And every word that comes out of your mouth, they, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's held to such a high standard as it should be. But there are times when you just want to laugh. You just want to, you just want to have fun because of the weights that you carry yeah. in ministry. 
It's okay to have fun. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to smile and to not be put into corners and not to be put in boxes. God wants us to laugh. He wants us to have fun. And I give myself permission to do that. I'm going to laugh because laughing is good. It's medicine. I give myself permission to lead, to make decisions. Um, you know, for so long I'm, I was like the baby of my family. And so, you know, it, it was always we've got to protect her. We've got to, you know, do this, do this and do that. We, you know, it will, will, We'll just kind of lead her and guide her, but I, always there was there was something in me that says that I'm uh, I have you know I have these thoughts I have these ideas I'm more than this I'd probably do it a little different if it was me, but I'm a part of a pack and so I've got to go with the pack. But there's something about when you uh, step into God and He begins that little stirring that you have on the inside of you. He begins to tell you more about those little thoughts that you were having, and he begins to show you how to lead and how to make decisions, and he begins to impart wisdom into you. And it's interesting because uh, on last week I went to see my family, and, and when I got out of the car, I, I put one foot on the ground, and I heard the words, they've been waiting on you. And I took it literally that they've been waiting on me to get there. Yeah, I was coming from one destination to the to the other, so they've been waiting on me to get there. But that's not what – um, what God meant, what he said is they've been waiting on me to stand up and be who God called me to be. Even in the midst of my family, in the midst of my extended family, they've been waiting on me to leave. They've been waiting to hear what it is that I have to say. And so, you know, even in that, I give myself permission to lead. I give myself permission to make decisions and I give myself permission to roar. And so I, I love that, that uh, acronym that you gave roar because, um, it was so funny. I was I was with my students and and we were we were doing these little zoo animal movements and one of them came to me and 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 she tapped me on my leg and she says, "Miss Tony, did you know that a lion could roar? You can hear lions roar up to five miles away." And I said, "Really? Wow! You know, let me hear you roar that loud." And she began to just release her sound and then all the other children began to release their sound and it's amazing what happens when we give ourselves permission to roar when we give our, ourselves permission to open our mouths and be heard, to be that leader, to discover who it is that God called us to be. So I give myself permission to war. Amen. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I give my myself permission to be fearless. I give myself permission to love and to be loved. I give myself permission to be free. I give myself permission to live. I give myself permission to fail. I give myself permission to succeed. I give myself to, to permission to lead, and I give myself permission to be me. And I think that a lot of times we, when we're giving ourselves permission, think about that. Give yourself permission to be the woman who God has called you to be no matter what. No matter what that looks like, give yourself permission to be the woman that God wants you to be. You are a precious, precious gift. And so in our lives, when you are experiencing whatever it may be, give yourself permission to embrace the next part of your journey. Give yourself permission to to smile. As, as Samantha was saying, you know, sometimes you can have the stereotype put up on you, but give yourself to, permission to, to go against the grain. Give yourself permission. You know, one of the things I give myself permission to be is to be a trailblazer to be the one who goes out 
before others and blaze the trail and not be afraid and and be unashamed to do things that just drop into my spirit or drop into my mind. You know, I believe it, that if it's if the thought comes to my brain, then it can be conceived. It can come forth. It can it can be birthed out. And so I am definitely one of those people that that I give myself permission to birth out all my ideas and thoughts and the creative creativity that God's placed over my life. And so why are we, why is it so important that we give ourselves permission to be and do whatever it may be? Why is that so important? Because it shapes who we are as women. It shapes what we bring into ourselves. It shapes what we accept into ourselves. It shapes the next level of our journey. If we accept and we give ourselves permission to fail, but we also give ourselves permission to bounce back and give ourselves permission to learn from that failure, then guess what? We continue to move forward on the journey. Some of us need to give ourselves permission to move forward. Maybe you've been stagnant, you've been struggling, you've been um, wondering, you may have been lost, and you may have been, you know, toiling over some things and trying to figure out where you're going to go next. Sometimes it's okay to give yourself permission to take the step in the right direction. And if it's right, then it works out. If it's not the right step, give yourself permission to change directions. It's just that simple. And in ourselves, we make it difficult because we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect in every situation, in every circumstance. One thing I could tell you this week and that I've truly learned is that we need to give ourselves permission to be imperfect because we're not perfect. And and in realizing that, it helps us to get rid of the facade. It helps us to get rid of the pressure that we put on ourselves. And it helps us just to be free to be ourselves. And so I don't know about you, but one of the things that I am taking away from what we talked about today, ladies, is that we have a responsibility to answer and, and a duty to, to answer to who God has called us to be as, as the women of faith that we are. And that may be that I'm not going to be perfect in everything, but I have the capability to use my bounce back power to spring back into action. And that resilience that God has placed on our lives helps us to be able to do that. And I love these declarations. And if you would, ladies, if you're out there and you're listening to us, I would love for you guys to chime in and tell us what you give yourself permission to do. And and one of the things I wanted to emphasize, and Trisha had talked um, touched upon this when she was talking about that she talks to herself and she says that Trisha's going to, Trisha's beautiful, I am beautiful, and she was talking about I am statements. And I was in a, a training a few weeks ago for work, and one of the things that they were saying is that we experience shifts and changes in our lives, not only by making the I am statements, I am, you know, beautiful, I am talented, I am smart, uh, you know, I am making an impact on, on other people's lives, I'm motivating people to realize their their purpose, all of that but also sharing that in third person to someone else. And that is, like, really awkward, you know, to say that Cervola, because I'm Cervola, Cervola is motivating people to realize their purpose. But coming out of us and us saying that to someone else in third person helps it to be semen inside of us, that we are actually doing that. It helps us to visualize it as an action that is actually being accomplished. So I encourage you even as you're taking permission and you say, I give myself permission to do X, Y, Z, I challenge you to take it one step further 
and go to someone and say to them, Savola is Savola is motivating men and women to realize their purpose. Or Samantha is excelling in her master's degree program. Or Doc is embracing whatever it may be. Share it with someone, and I challenge you to share it with three different people. And then I want you to tell us, give us some feedback on what on the impact that that has made in your life. Now, it may seem crazy, it may seem foolish, but guess what? Sometimes it takes the foolish things to to make that dynamic shift that we need to have in our lives. So, ladies, we've got um, about eight minutes left on the broadcast today, so I want to give you guys an opportunity to chime in and tell us something that stuck out to you. We only got through the first two letters of ROAR, and that's the R and the O, which is responsibility and ownership. So next week we're going to chime back into, we're going to continue the subject matter on springing forward fearlessly with your roar, because uh, we've already talked about you got to have that bounce back power. So now we're going to talk about the roar, and we're going to continue on with recognizing accountability and then reaping those rewards. All right, so if you would, Doc, uh, share with us something that just, you know, a few things that just stuck out to you as we were having our segment today. Praise God. Well, what what stuck out to me was that um that you know um we can you know make a difference and not just in our own lives but we can make a difference in someone else's life and um it's and that primarily comes through us taking on our, our own responsibilities we you know we're able and we're capable uh, uh, uh to to go forth and to do and i love it because it stuck out to me that you know um God has placed the ability on the inside of us, and I think that's that's something that you know just sums up pretty much everything that's been said. It's up, it's on the inside of us. Everything that we need is within us. Every all the power that we need to do what we need to do is all within us. And and I love that, and I and I and I believe that because I I, I know I can't do or be who I need to be without knowing that God is on the inside of me and he's given me, he's equipped me with everything I need to go forth and to do what he has for me to do. Wow, Trish, something that stuck out to you today in our segment. Sorry about that, my connection went out. Uh, what, what I thought was amazing is uh, the challenge that you had, Prophet, um, it, it just resonated in me to um, – go out and actually, you know, be affirming other people and ensuring that we put that power and we are encouraging others to embrace what we're learning every day, every week on your broadcast. Um, didn't even dawn on me that I really wasn't sharing what I was learning until today where you put out the challenge. And so for me, I think that'll be my challenge this week is definitely going out and investing in other people and sowing into others the very fearless, uh, teachings that we've been learning just throughout this this segment of the broadcast. So um, that definitely stuck out, and I just want to thank you for the challenge. Awesome, Samantha. Um, I would say one of the things that stuck out to me today was uh, responsibility, being answerable for uh, for what responsibilities I've been given, and and then I would say the just the the challenge that you gave as far as 
um, or the, the question that you answered as far as giving what we give ourselves permission to do. I just think that's so powerful because I think a lot of times we as women don't really think about that. What are we giving ourselves permission to do? And it's okay for us to, to, to uh, even as we talked about last week in that bounce back power, it's okay for us to fail. Give yourself permission to get back up. It's okay for you to, you know, to have a moment where you feel discouraged, but give yourself permission to be encouraged. It's okay for you to feel down, but give yourself permission to laugh. It's okay for you to feel that uh, things aren't working right, but give yourself permission to find a solution. And I think that's one of the, the powerful things from uh, today for me. Wow. Well, ladies, thank you all so much for joining me today on the broadcast. And ladies in the community, the Women Camp community, thank you all so much for being with us here today on the broadcast. We want to just know, want you to know that we love you, and we want to continue encouraging you to spring forward fearlessly as you reach almost the midpoint of your year and recognizing that there is still time on the clock for you to keep moving forward and do what God has called you to do. Respring back and get that bounce back power and push yourself forward and recognize that you've got responsibility and ownership that you can take on today and giving yourself permission to, to be the woman that God has called you to be. We love you guys so much. Thank you for joining us today on the broadcast, and we look forward to seeing you back with us next week as we continue the subject matter of springing forward fearlessly and let me hear you roar. Hi, ladies. I'm Savola Frazier. Spring forward fearlessly with me and the Women Camp community on May 13th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. here in Orlando. As ambitious women, we start well, but sometimes we experience what I call the midpoint cloudiness and struggle our way to the finish line. This is the area of our journey where we are tempted to take shortcuts, give up goals, or simply let go of our dreams. Have you lost your focus lately? Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed? I've experienced this myself, and I have good news to share with you. I invite you to join me for tea, where I will show you that you can blow through the cloudiness and finish strong. Space is limited. So reserve your ticket today at www.women-camp.com. Thank you for joining the conversation with us today. We want to hear from you. So go to our website at www.women-camp.com and share your comments with us and gain more information on the Women Camp community and upcoming events. As always, thank you for tuning in today. We wish you well and have a wonderful day.